Welcome back to the holy place. Today we have two main topics uh, of life of Pi and Adam, Eve, and the fall of man. And let's just take a look of some celebrities' opinions about this movie. Uh, first of all, human nature is swing back and forth between barbarity and divinity. The barbarity will not disappear, it just hides. Said by Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. And today our sponsor is the sunglasses balloon. Where does the excellence from come from? We accurately present the beauty of art with scientific precision. Craftsmanship is more than just manufacturing. Ninety-nine UV protection, best choice for a sea travel. Price choice, the wisest choice. I dare myself, my style. My balloon. Time of welcome to the holy place. Weeps here. Let's go straight to today's topic. I think everyone know the movie Life of Pi. Huh? Actually, actually, I've been confused about many plots in the movie. Today we invited Zeme, who is one of the best film critics in Canada. Wish he can make the make me suddenly enlightened. What's up? Ah, where's the applause? There you go. Well, we just focus on the movie. So many metaphors included in it, actually. My first question is what the meaning of Pi's struggle with the tiger? Well, the tiger refers to the evil in human nature. Actually, Pi and the tiger are interdependent. It is because Pi is fishing for the tiger every day. If the tiger kills Pi, he has to disembark himself to fish. What probably could happen is he would drown because he couldn't get back onto the boat. And because of the existence of the tiger, Pi has movi- mo- the motivation to work every day and he can't slack off. In fact, the tiger has taken a liking to Pi. When he's apart from the tiger, that is actually the struggle between the two kinds of self in his heart. One is a hungry tiger, the other is Pi with a pure heart. So the process between the struggle with the tiger is actually the complex relationship between the two kinds of heart and of self in the heart. This one is also about metaphor. Could, could you please tell me the uh, tell the audience what do you think those animals on the boat respectively represent? Referring to the second story, there should be a cook, a sailor, Pi's mother, and Pi in the boat. The corresponding animals are hyenas, orangutans, zebras, and t- a tiger, and mice. There is, it is easier to determine that the zebra represents a sailor, the hyena re- represents the cook, and the orangutans represents Pi's mother. The tiger and the faction respectively re- represented the evil and goodness of the faction. Maybe we didn't notice the mice, but maybe the mice are a big problem. Pi's girlfriend, maybe. You never know. Perhaps there are more than just the above. This story is finished with the horrified expressions of the two Japanese reporter. Maybe we take it for granted that they will choose this the second story. 
But when the reporter interviewing Pai opened the archive of the incident at the time, it was written in the last sentence that he and the animal went to the end together. Obviously, they adopt the first less cruel cool, cool story. Then Pai asked the visiting reporter which two stories do you believe. The reporter said that there was the tiger, the first one. Pai replied, so you forgot. Why did Pai say that? It is obvious that the Japanese believed in the stories with the animals much more because it showed the evidence of God. Pai says a story with a good God is much better than one without him. Regardless of how true it seems, just like the Forbidden Forest, millions believe in it. And there is very hard and it's very hard to believe in it. Yet we still have never found any proof of the forest itself. Pai's girlfriend doesn't appear many times in the movie. Even if there are many metaphors, for example, like a woman-shaped island, the Lotto Stone, the island. What do you think of uh, his girlfriend is in the movie, or what role does she play? Just like you say, the movie is full of metaphors. Pi's girlfriend is here. Is also about a metaphor. I cannot remember every plot about her. Uh, I summed up in a multi-factor story. One, the animal fairy tale. Two, the original story of the mom being eaten by the shark. Three, the mom was killed by the cook and eaten by Pi. Four, the girlfriend hid on the boat long ago and experienced eating with Pi. The same as five, as the same as number four, his girlfriend survived for a long time and his girlfriend died first. Six, more evil than number four, Pi killed the cook angrily, then killed his girlfriend. Seven, the same as six. He chose to eat his girlfriend first instead of his mom. Eight, the same as six, he ate his mom first. Pi's girlfriend is a thread that runs through the full text. There's a multi-factored metaphor in the article. Thanks for asking the life of Pi. Now we just go to another story. Adam, Eve, and the Fall of Man. Let's get it started. First of all, I really want to know why Jehovah put those two trees in the middle of the garden. The most pro prominent place since the since he spe specifically told them not to eat from that tree. There's nothing wrong with this tree. As stated earlier, the standard of good and evil is not wrong, so it can be placed in the Garden of Eden wherever it is perfect. But God knows that if people have standards of good and evil, they may have a serious sense of resistance resistant, and they may increase their psychological burden, or they may know that they are sins because of their ten tendencies to become evil. So, so they told Adam Eve not to eat good, bad results. The fallen angel Satan knew the process of sin and the, the fall because of his own corruption. He also knew that Ad, if Adam and Eve have eaten the good and the evil, they would have to take the same path as themselves. Then they used tricks to trick Eve into being the first one to eat the apple. How does the serpent tempt Eve and what is the real temptation here? You will certainly not die. The serpent said to the woman, For God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be open, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. This is what the serpent said to tempt Eve, and I think it's the person's own temptation to do evil, because God told them not to do it, and not to eat the fruit, which they did anyways. It's like telling a child not to do something. They'll get curious and do it anyways. Were Adam, uh, one more question. Were Adam and Eve saved mental body? Actually, the Bible does not tell us specifically whether 
Adam and Eve was, were saved. This question confused me for a long time. Well, Adam and Eve were not saved or spared. God took away their holy grace that he gave to them when they were first made, and he gave women painful childbirth. They were both banished from the garden and was never meant to return. Uh, this topic is about Adam, Eve, and fall of man. Uh, we find a tweet on the internet about XXX temptation. Uh, is it more important to meet your own satisfaction or follow the universal rules? Desire and lust beat. It is actually so profound. Uh, and our ad this time is uh, about Apple. Apple made a new phone, new iPhone, which has a new but a strange serpent design on it. Do you think Adam and Eve may still know God better than we do today, since they were defeated by sin? After God know they ate the forbidden fruit, Adam put the responsibility on God because he created the woman for him. But Eve sh uh, sh shared the responsibility on the temptation of the serpent. Who do you think has the deepest stain? Yes, I do think Adam and Eve know God better than we have ever. My reasoning behind this is because they are the first and the last humans who ever see God in his true form and in his physical state. I would say that the woman has the deepest sin because she failed to keep away from the temptation of sin and given to the serpent's lies. And furthermore, she gave the fruit to Adam, not telling him that it was one of the forbidden fruit that they were banned from eating. There are various opinions about what God means by do not eat from the tree. What do you think God means by that? Huh. This is a tough one. From my perspective, one, listen to God's words is the right way of life. It is correct and ethical for you to obey the orders that your God has raised you to believe in. Two, man was created by God and our life is coming from God and obeying God's word is the key to maintaining a relationship with him. Three, God tells mankind that the standard of man's good and evil is from God and obeying God's word is the greatest good the man should not. And impossible to find standards of good and evil from places other from God. And the act of leaving God to find standards of good and evil is itself the greatest evil. Okay, that's it for our podcast. Thank you, Albert, for having me. Yeah, thanks, Dan, man. I, I don't even know how, why. I don't, I don't know the reason why you are so clever. Why, thank you. But, you know... It's always good to study and look up things sometimes. And that is the end of our podcast. See you guys next week. Yes, you guys next week.